Welcome to the Worlds of M.W. Lewis. It's the end of October. I'm, I'm getting back the old gang from uh, Friday Night Greyhawk tonight. Very exciting. Yes, it's a Friday when I'm recording the intro to this episode. It, it, it is October 27th. It's a good time of year. Uh, it usually is cool at this time of year, but it's unusually warm in the D.C. area. I'm going to have to talk to the person in charge of the HVAC around here and get this temperature turned down. I can't even believe I'm going to have to have my grass cut again. I've never had to cut grass in October before this year. This will be the second time already in October. I was in Europe. In the middle of the month, it was fun. I went to a, a big fortress, an earthenworks fortress in Copenhagen. I was in Reykjavik, and I salivated over Leif Erikson's long sword. I also went to a bookstore in Reykjavik and bought some interesting books with Icelandic uh, sagas, which I take a lot of inspiration from. And I also got a book about Icelandic folklore and Danish folklore. I also spent the week in, in Sweden, most of my time actually in Sweden. I visited some, some fortresses there too. Uh, none of it's really, really medieval, even, even the earthenwork fortress in Copenhagen. Uh, these were all built in the, in the Renaissance time uh, and more the modern time. And I don't believe they really ever saw any action either. Uh, overall, I liked Iceland a lot and I really want to go back and spend a lot of time there. I like Copenhagen a lot and really want to go back and spend some time there. But my week in Gothenburg pretty much, in my opinion, uh, took care of Sweden in my mind. If I ever go back uh, to the Scandinavian countries, it'll be Iceland, uh, Denmark, and then I want to go to Norway. Uh, I think I would, I would skip going back to Sweden. But today's episode has been inspired by my return because when I return, all hell's broken loose. All hell has broken loose in the, in the worlds of, of D&D. And uh, so I'm going to address some of it in my first edition of MW's Musings. So this comes hot on the heels of the interview with Sonny. And I have more interviews coming up uh, to address many of these serious, important topics. Also, the angry DM returns, and I, I got, decided to pull, go back into the vault and pull out some music from Jazz Reverb from Josh Morris that uh, heretofore I have not played on the podcast. So that's it. It's a short one, just about 20 minutes, 21 minutes. So that is really short for good old MW. So let's get on with the show. You just lost yourself a player. You think I give a shit? It's not like you were paying me or anything. You didn't like losing a level? Well, no one told you to charge the wraith. You're mad you are on your third PC? I'm mad you play so badly. Next time you want to play a game, Cupcake, get yourself into a shoots and ladders group. of MW. Over the last couple weeks, those of you who are in the in the game gaming world might have noticed that the world's really blown up a lot recently with very important uh, uh, situations. In fact, I interviewed Sonny uh, about one of them recently, player agency versus railroading. I mean, 
this topic's just blown up over the last month and has, has caught the attention of the world at large, I believe. Other things have been going on too, just, just this week even. Just this week, a terrible thing happened. And it's caught all of our attention. And this is the discussion of backstory on the Grog Talk server, How to Play Channel. Yes, we've all been enthralled on the edge of our seats reading the dialogue about backstory. Uh, it's the most important thing going on in the world right now, really. So I felt it is time that I, I address this all-important and thought-provoking topic. The backstory is the source of countless discussions, as I said, not just on the Grog Talk channel or server, but, on, but everywhere from Dragon's Foot to EN World, from Reddit to Quora, Twitter to Facebook. For the great majority of old schoolers like myself, the mere hint by a player that they wrote a backstory for their PC is enough to induce uncontrollable dry heaving. Take, for instance, PA Neckroll on the Grog Talk server. At best, or at worst, a berserker rage, thanks to the Scourge of the North. Backstory really became a thing with the advent of 5e, in my opinion, but earlier editions of Dungeons & Dragons nibbled upon the backside of character story, if we are being honest. 2e, after all, introduced a plethora of splat books with numerous ways to build a standard character class. Heck, even the DMG discusses the possibility of assigning titles to the PCs if the DM wanted to. And you can find that discussion on page 88. So it is not some wild idea that players have some sort of information about their character that predates the onset of the adventure. But is a backstory really necessary? Or is it more reasonable to have a background? Now I must be careful here because 5e util utilizes both the concept of a background and a backstory. And the background conveys additional skills, languages, and whatnot. And I don't really know a lot about it because I don't really play 5e. But if we transport ourselves back to the 1980s, I would argue that all PCs had some sort of background that informed the fact that they showed up to the adventure as a fighter, a cleric, magic user, or thief. The background was usually very simple and made some sort of logical sense. It was basic enough that the player could draw upon it without disrupting the DM's world or the gameplay in general. On top of the background, the players had characteristics, and some, like perhaps a mental illness, could inform the player's background. A backstory, on the other hand, is much, much different, and if not controlled by the DM carefully or put together thoughtfully by the PC, backstories can ruin the game. So what do I mean by all this? The best way to describe background versus backstory, and again, I mean not in the 5e sense, which, is, which has very specific rules for backgrounds and backstories. I'm gonna give examples of what I mean. So here, in my opinion, is a good example of a background. And a lot of this background actually just talks about characteristics of the player. My character is named Rattel Smear. He's a male human fighter. Some of his important characteristics are his height, six foot three, and his weight, 205 pounds. Rattel is very strong, 17, 
and quick, decks of 16. He has neutral good alignment. I asked the DM if I could have some additional characteristics from the NPC persona tables, persona tables, pages 100 to 101, and determined that Rattel is careless, has an unkempt appearance, and is a bit aloof. Rattel comes from a small village in a country that actually exists in the DM's campaign world, and his parents were happy merchants with a modest store. Rattel is an adventurer because he has a low intelligence of eight and wasn't good at helping his parents around the store. Now that's a pretty long background in my opinion, but it most most of it is a description of his characteristics. There is nothing in the background that I just read to you that tells a story that the DM must constantly account for throughout the course of the adventure. Now here's a backstory that actually would put pressure on the DM and the other players to play towards this backstory during the adventure. My character's name is Sparrow. He is the best thief to ever live. He grew up on the mean streets of a capital city in a country the DM never heard about. He is the scion of a noble family who fell into disgrace after they tried to usurp the emperor that the DM never heard of. He's been on the run since age 14 and learned to pickpocket from a thieves' guild the DM never heard of, which is the largest thieves' guild in the land and has bases of operation in every single city. There are assassins after me around every corner. I had a girlfriend, but she became an evil paladin, and she is also after me. She sends her minions of woe after me every full moon. I hate clerics, as a priest revealed to the emperor my father's plan to usurp him. So I kill clerics at every chance. I'm chaotic evil, and I hate just about everybody. I love gnomes, oddly enough. I also am an alcoholic and gamble all the time. I can't stand damp dungeons and will never go into one. I like to sleep all day because as the son of an aristocrat, that's what I did growing up. I'm pretty sure I will travel to the astral and ephemeral planes and steal something from a deity not in the DM's campaign world. I'm best friends with the Grey Mouser, incidentally, and when I ask my master for more, I'll slice his throat if he says no. I mean, this story goes on and on. And as you heard, the player went from describing the character in the third person to the first person pretty quickly. This player identifies and loves this scoundrel character so much, I'd never want to be the DM for either of them. You might think this is an exaggerated backstory, and it is to a degree. Uh, and it is exaggerated just to prove how awful they really are. But the fact is, there's much worse out there. And right now, I'm going to read to you some backstories from some 5e players that I found on a Reddit group. Those backstories might appear too simple. And a lot, a lot of that is because they were oversimplified in the attempt to keep Reddit posts short. The backstories we all came up with are about a page long, a, a piece, and honestly, we aren't all aware of each other's complete backstories. For example, my tiefling, now right there, I mean, I'm pausing the reading here, right there, I'm already rolling my eyes. 
My tiefling... He probably has purple hair. My tiefling... Now, this name is terrible. My tiefling, Alasma Ruktuk Celeremir, was born of the union of an elf cultist, Lilith Celeremir, and the demon, Quatsakorel, scion of the Demigorgon. I mean, right there, that's a one-sentence backstory. And already, as the DM, I'd be like, WTF. Their union resulted in the birth of a tiefling, which I guess is her, with a demonic first name and an elvish surname, but whom was of amicable nature because he, oh, he, he's a he. He was sheltered by his mother from the outside world. Growing up in the cult, he was instructed in history of his demonic heritage, and it was presented to him as a good thing that he was born. <laughs> he was unaware that most of the outside world viewed demons as a negative thing, and upon seeking knowledge in the wider world, after the passing of Lilith, fell into the hands of some misguided adherents of Pelor, and his subsequent interrogation and branding as a demon awoke the chaotic energy in his blood and gave rise to his source. All right, here's the next one. I can't even finish that one. Um, I, I don't mean to make fun of this person. I'm sure they meant really well. I'm sure that backstory really worked for their campaign as I roll my eyes. Uh, well, honestly, I'm not going to read anymore. I'm, I'm just going to laugh. I'm really just going to laugh if I keep reading these backstories. So, so I found these on a Reddit group, r slash D&D. You can find them. You can find them for yourself. But back to what I'm trying to say here. What is the impetus for players like these to have such backstories? Why, why do they take the time to write that stuff? I, I'd, I guess, boredom maybe? Maybe overly active imaginations? Maybe unbreakable connections to their favorite literary characters? Maybe they just have shitty lives. Among other reasons, I'm sure. I won't delve into those reasons, uh, except for the boredom problem. Because I, I know that even with my old-timer, my group of old-timers, they, they, they do get bored, actually. They're bored uh, really quickly playing the same old same old so even even my old school players some of them think that creating an interesting backstory will spice the game up for them i mean let's face it it's like being married after 20 years and you come home and say hey honey why don't we invite that that fun young couple down the street to the house and spice things up hey dm why don't I just, you know, invite a long backstory into your game and, you know, spice it up? They really want to avoid the usual tropes. My fighter is a tank. My thief is untrustworthy. My paladin is a goody-goody. So the backstory can, in their mind, move them away from those common tropes. But the fact is, the backstory really can't. The tropes are the tropes for a reason. And if you want to play a fighter who isn't a tank, then you're screwing with the game mechanics. And this is particularly true for the old school. Advanced Dungeons and Dragons 1E, Basic, ODD, and probably 2E. Uh, th these character classes are, are written for a reason. And really, 
Unless you are the second coming of J.R.R. Tolkien, no one is writing backstories that are so compelling that all the other players in the DM are going to change the entire campaign because Jeff just wrote the most beautiful backstory ever. I mean, look at what I just wrote about uh, Sparrow or what I was reading from you from the Reddit group. Did any of you listening feel like, hey, and I really want to get into those two stories? I mean, no. No. They're awful. Either, I mean, unless you like them, give me a call in if, you, if I'm wrong. So, uh, I'm not joking about that either. This isn't meant to be funny. This is true. Writing a compelling story is really, really fucking hard. It is. It really is. So just play the trope. Embrace the trope. Love the trope. And if you can't bring yourself to trope along for the nth time, then go play Cthulhu or a Marvel comic game or the Lord of the Rings game. You don't have to play D&D. When I get tired of moving my pawns across the chessboard, I pull out Ticket to Ride. So you get the point. So what does this all mean? MW recommends that players create a short and sweet background, embrace the tropes, and ditch the backstories. If you are bored, then play something else for a while. Trust me, if you take a long enough break from Advanced Dungeons & Dragons 1E, or 2E, or Basic, you'll come back fully committed and completely in love with that big, oafish tank. And that's the end of today's Musings of MW. Next time, we might get back to our Loader versus Loader, which I'd like to finish before the end of the year. I hope you found this bit by me as fascinating as that Reddit backstory. Don't forget to explore the many worlds in your own mind.